Thursday, the 7th of December? Yes, December, man. December 2023, just in case you forgot what year it was. We're doing the Tahi. We're back. Another day, another dollar. Another day, another dollar. Another baby. didgeridoo, my friends. How you doing this morning? I'm really tired this morning, but I'm I'm all right. Which which we got our Christmas party tonight. I know. So I feel like you know, like sometimes you're like, oh, I've got a long day. Maybe I'll grab some extra sleep. Can't do that on recording days. Nah, I'm gonna have a wee nap later. I don't I don't have time for a nap, and I know that I, whatever I do, I'm gonna be late. But I'm gonna do. I'm gonna have the nap. It is what it is. I just. I nah, I'm not gonna. I, I got I, I got just enough time to have a shower and get changed, and go back because I'm gonna have to sit in traffic. So I'm already oh. calculating how much of my Christmas party evening is gonna be in traffic. True that. I hope there's food when we get there. I yeah, know it's in this thing, yeah, but I'm just I, like, my favorite thing about an office Christmas party is I just want to see people who I don't see get drunk, get drunk. Mm, what are you gonna do? I used to go to Christmas parties with pure intentions of being a menace. Yeah, but uh. I haven't been here long enough to get away with that. Yeah, fair so, enough. So, you know, in my last job, I was there nine years. So it was like, if I was a menace at the Christmas party, it was like, ah, yeah. there goes all, like, that's it, that's that all, you know, right ah, what a guy. But if I do it now, everyone's just going to be like, jeez, who do we hire? Yeah, who's this guy? Uh, yeah, my first Christmas party, I'm just a mess. No, I can't do it. I have to behave myself. Yeah, I've been to a couple Christmas parties where the big boss has got me an Uber home. That's, uh, well, I mean, that's lovely of her yeah but, but shouldn't shouldn't have to shouldn't have to, shouldn't yeah. have to. but yeah. yeah best behavior this year it's gonna be great Love it's gonna Christmas. be wonderful uh we also got to celebrate word of the year we might not have gotten our bird of the year but we did get a great word in there riz riz is the word of the year according to oxford dictionary that is huge i really like riz riz is mm. my favorite like new little slang word because i think it's quite cute and clever charisma yeah and i like that i like rizzed up or yeah, rizzed, rizzed up is how so did you rizz funny. her up <laughs> my cousin teaches and he says all of the kids at the high school use it unironically you know like we'd use it ironically be like oh they've got that riz yeah. but like these kids are just like yo do you riz up, blah, blah, blah. Like, they, they like, unironically, they're using it. And I respect it, but I feel like now that I'm starting to not understand slang, I'm getting too old. Honestly, we used to say way dumber stuff when we were kids. Man. I was saying to, it was kind of mean, Tony Stamp was like, oh, I wonder what slang was from my generation. I was like, suck it to me. <laughs> and I was like, maybe he's not that old. <laughs> but I feel like we should bring back suck it to me and um, what's like some other I've been groovy? Really- I've been really enjoying um, Get a Grip and mm. Grow Up. Yes. <laughs> grow Up is actually... Saying Grow Up to like a, a boomer man who just oh. has a differing opinion from me. Grow oh, Up. Yeah. Grow Up. They hate it. Oh. They hate it. They it's funny. Would. Speaking of things you won't hate, coming up on the show today, uh, we're covering everything from Neon, the streaming service, jacking up its prices and other streaming services following suit, uh, as well as... Uh, Grand Theft Auto 6, uh, you've got more got K-pop an, news. Got an update on Blackpink, everybody. It Huge. seems like good news, but it might not actually be good news. <laughs> That's the thing. That's why it's interesting. Later on in the show, we got Tusika uh, coming through to join us for a corridor, as well as up next, we have... Shani Days. Joining me now, on the seat, 
brand new, freshly debuted, Shani Days. Welcome. Hello, kia ora, tamari. How are you doing? Good, amazing. Yeah. Excited. Yeah. And I've just released my single. Woo! And it's been like six years in the making. I was, so that was my first question. It's like this, so Be Alone just yeah. came out last week. Yeah. It's your first like debut, like formal single kind of moment. But you've been doing music for quite a while, eh? I've been doing music most of my life. I've always wanted to do music, whether it was being a pop star or whatever. I've always, I feel like I was meant to come on this earth to do my art and express in a way that helps heal other people. So it was just a matter of time. I just needed to heal myself first and then get confident and then find my sound and then release and experiment. (laughs) I love it. What was it about this year that was like, this is the time, I'm going to do it now? Um, mental health. Work. (laughs) Mental health, you know. I just felt like I was the most stable time of my life financially, mentally. Um, you know, I had an amazing support system and I just thought, you know, like this is the perfect time to like release my stuff and I'm feeling good. Like I'm feeling confident within myself and I always struggled with that. So yeah, I was just like, well, my confidence is here, so me as well. I was going to say, like, girl, you're giving confidence. I love it. Like, it's I can't all... imagine you ever not being confident. Yeah, well, it's just, I, you know, talk a lot, so that's also covering up anxiety. People say that about me as well. Like, how did you get so confident? I'm like, where? Yeah, <laughs> is um, the confidence in the room with talking. us right now? Like, <laughs> I'm just filling an empty space, man. Like, I don't know. Literally, yeah, no. So definitely... Yeah, just this year has just been my year to get out there. It's been the year of Shani. Yeah, and I've just been hermiting for too long. (laughs) (laughs) You've got to get out. Yeah, in my cave. It's just, it was getting toxic. I was like, (laughs) I'm never leaving. (laughs) Um, The video is so cool. Thank you. I love the, like, it's, for anyone who hasn't seen it, go check it out right now. It's on YouTube. Go watch the video. It's like the red lights and everything. It's quite, like, sultry. Yeah. Tell me, like, a bit about the making of the video and sort of the ideas behind it and stuff. Um, So, basically, Be Alone is pretty much about how, like, you know, I go to events, I go to parties and stuff, but most of the time, like, I just don't really sometimes want to interact with people. I just, I feel like I want to go back and retract and make music. Like, inspires me to make music. So I'd rather be alone to do that. Yeah, I just wanted to kind of, like, highlight that being alone and protecting your peace is like really crucial and that's how I got to where I am today is that I spent a lot of time alone to do that and it's a really scary place but it's so worth it because you really find yourself so yeah just like I really wanted to highlight like people not interacting with me at the party kind of blase you know glasses on and like showcasing that I'd rather just crawl up in bed and make music honestly me <laughs> except i can't make music like i'll go hey, to like an you? event i'm like it's so good to see everyone and then like 10 minutes later i'm just like in the back like yeah like looking around being like oh like sometimes i forget how to interact with people yeah same i'm like like Alien. after like lockdown <laughs> i remember i like went to a party and i didn't know how to make jokes anymore <laughs> and i was like what do I do? Like, what did I usually do? Like, was I ever funny? Like, what is going on? And it was super awkward. Yeah, man. The last three years, I feel like people have just been adjusting themselves out of COVID and lockdown. Also, I guess that could kind of showcase in my music video is that, like, everyone's kind of getting used to being around themselves again. Mm. You know what I mean? And they've been, uh, probably a lot of people in COVID as well have been alone a lot of the time. So I think, I feel like this song can be related to many people in so many different ways. But my, my, why I wrote it is because like I 
prefer to be alone um, and hermit and do my music, but I also enjoy going out. And just like, for a bit and then I'll yeah, go yeah, you know, yeah. and not interacting with everyone, but just vibing and it inspires me being around people, so... Yeah. I quite like that. You're like, I got my inspiration. I'm going to go. Yeah. Like, <laughs> thanks for having me. Thanks for inspiring me. <laughs> later. <laughs> See you later. Um, is this single part of a wider project that you've got coming up? Yeah. This is, I actually, to be fair, my least favourite song was Be Alone. Oh, really? My least favourite song on my project, which is coming out middle of this year, Ooh. Pursuit of Perfection. Ooh. That's the EP name, and it's pretty much... It's about mental health. A lot of it's about mental health. I really wanted to highlight that because it's such a a problem in our country. And I just, I don't know, like I almost, I don't want to be one of those artists or people that influence people in a negative way. Mm. Like I want to showcase and help people to heal through music. So, um, yeah, so I have a seven EP coming out, middle of the year. Um, I've got a song I'm working on nearly finished called Unstable. Kind of similar vibes to this one, but different kind of beat, more like trip hop vibes Ooh. and like ambient and cinematic. So that's coming out next. I love that you're like, it's about mental health. It's called. <laughs> it's called Unstable. It's called Unstable. <laughs> yeah. um, I want to actually, that leads me to my next point though. Yeah. It's like, I, I was like struggling to be like, okay, what genre am I calling this? Because so I feel hard. it's quite like dancey, but your vocals are quite soft and the lyrics are quite like about something it's not just like let's dance and have fun it's like there's stuff going on and so I was like I don't know what genre to call it do you know what genre you know to call so it? so funny so many people have asked me that they're like what genre is this because I can like put a cap on some of it and then some of it I'm like <laughs> yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> I don't know what this is but um yeah like it's just basically I would say it it's more like because the drums are like more house mm. and then the lyrics are obviously more poppy like pop house <laughs> EDM yep yeah like a bit of electronic in there yeah so that's what I say it sounds good though. yeah but yeah. when it comes to genres I don't care what other artists were you listening to when you started putting the song together oh this really good artist she's from Dublin um she does a song picking up and it's like really chaotic but it's like really dreamy and it's really fun um, also, I love Banks. Banks is like a big inspiration for me. Grimes. We love Grimes. I freaking love Grimes. I was thinking about that when I watched the video. I was like, I had this weird <laughs> urge to listen to 2012 Grimes yeah. again. And then I was like, listening to the car and I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so definitely Grimes, definitely Grimes. Um, who else? I, I've got so many inspirations for... That's probably why it sounds so chaotic and you can't put a finger on what genre. It's like, Shiny Days is so inspired by so many people. But, like, um, who else is a good one? I really like Cheap Faker faker as well. How does it feel to be, like, out in the world as a musician now? Like, you've been doing it for a long time, kind of, not secretly, but, like, secretly. Yeah, pretty much secretly. But, like, so how does that feel now to just be like, oh, yeah, by the way, I've been doing music this whole time, what's a musician now? Yay. Um, I feel like... It was always just a matter of time. Like, for me, like, I... It's not like, wow, I'm doing music now. It's like, this has always been it for me. So, like, I'm... Yeah, like, I'm really excited. Like, it's now, like... Now that my song is out, because I just wanted to wait till my song is out, I'm now going ham. Yeah, (laughs) going ham. Yeah, I'm going to do a gig in um, Ahu Ponsonby soon. Like, I just want to go, go, go. I'm all in go mode. So, yeah, like, I'm... 
extremely excited. I'm extremely excited to connect with more people and to meet more people that love my music and to perform my stuff. Like, I think the anxiety has... I was telling my friends, on and um, Nat, that it's just... Like, it's gone, my anxiety. Awesome. It's just the pre-existing anxiety that happens before I release because I'm like, oh, like, I do have my own unique sound. Like, are people going to accept me? Like, that ran through my head for about five years. So mm-hmm. I think that now I'm over it. <laughs> it's all about actionizing, eh? Like, coming, like, facing your fear and getting over it, as daunting as it sounds. It just takes your own in- individual time to, like, sort that out. So, yeah, I'm ready. Yeah, it's ready to play. I'm ready. Um, before we <laughs> wrap up, I just have to get into it because I was obsessed with your hair in the video. Yes. It's amazing. It looks so fucking cool. I'm obsessed. Do you see the video how I go like this and I ping them up? Yes! That's what I was thinking about. <laughs> it's like, it's part of a... Yeah. How important is, like, fashion to you and, like, the way you present yourself as an artist? Is that sort of on an equal level as the music? Like, some people it is, and then... Or is it just like, eh, I just happen to look awesome as well? I think yes, because one, I'm six foot two, <laughs> so I'm a giant. So, like, making sure that I'm comfortable and dressed, you know, how I want to express myself is crucial. Like, I, like, I really, yeah, like, I just dress how I feel. You know, today I'm feeling grungy. Maybe tomorrow I'm feeling girly. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> see what happens. Yeah, I think it's really important for me, you know, like, I'm really trying to, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to showcase. Especially with my next video, kookiness. Really weird, out-the-gate, futuristic kind of, like, fashion. Like, I love that kind of stuff. Like, alien shoes. Yeah, cool. I love alien stuff. Definitely going to incorporate that more in my music. As my more aliens more on aliens. the way. <laughs> Stay tuned. Stay tuned. <laughs> more aliens. <laughs> that was great. Well, my next question was going to be, what's up next for you? It's like, aliens. <laughs> Literally aliens, babe. Literally, just slaying an alien life. Um, thank you so much for coming. It's been great to have you. It's an honour to have you here, actually. You. First music interview. Woo-hoo! We're pumped. Really, really <laughs> excited to hear your, hear your EP. Yeah. I was going to hear your ear. I'd love to hear your ear <laughs> next year. Check out Be Alone on YouTube right now, and you can follow Shiny Days at, at Shiny Days on Instagram. Keep up with her. Yay. We're very excited. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you so much. Aroha nui. Streamer Neon is jacking up its prices hugely. It is a massive increase from something like $15 a month to $20 a month. Ooh, $20. They're also introducing advertisement, regardless of what you are paying there's certain tiers that you can pay for you can get a cheaper uh, tier for like $13 a month that will come with commercials during the show and then when you pause it ads will appear on screen even at the highest paid tier you may not have commercials interrupting your shows but you will have them between episodes and when you pause they will be appearing how am I going to watch House of the Dragon like that how am I going to watch House of the Dragon like that? What? It's like, oh, a giant dragon's come back out. Another kid is dead in the sky. Everyone's on fire. And then there's like an ad. Have you got no. life insurance? Yeah. I think um, I'm not going to pay for that. That's my I thoughts. Yeah. You know what? We are... To recap what has been like a big year for streaming services, Netflix recently introduced earlier this year the single household 
uh, situation. So Netflix can only be used within one household. If you want to have Netflix in another house, you got to pay for an entirely different Netflix account, um, which doesn't work properly in one house as it is right now, shall I add. Uh, Disney Plus jacked their streaming prices up to nearly $20. Uh, I believe Apple TV also jacked their prices up to nearly $20. And now Neon following suit and adding ads... We're just branching back into television, right? I mean, we've gone full circle, haven't we? Yeah. But you know what streaming service has not jacked up their prices this year, even after a big drama? Mm. Funimation. That's the anime. The anime one. Because yeah. Crunchyroll and Funimation are the same thing now. Crunchyroll was like the anime streaming service since for, for ages. Like, But they made a big screw up and owed a bunch of users like money mm. because I think they sold people's information or something. Uh. I don't know. It wasn't good either way. But Funimation say the same price. And World of Wonder, if you're into uh, queer content, uh, still seven bucks. Yeah, it's disappointing to see these streaming services that are making so much money. Uh, still having to resort to jacking their prices up and adding adverts. Do you know what is a really good streaming service that is free? TVNZ Plus. It's really Actually, good. Yeah, It's yeah. really, really good. Like, I there's mean, ads on it, but it's TV ads. Like, it's yeah. the same. It's really good. Yeah, it's free. It's really, really good. Like, yeah. there's literally nothing about it where you can be, like, mad at it. Mm. It's free. It's, there's heaps of stuff on there. And then 3 has like a TV app now as well, also mm. free, and they have all the Bravo stuff. Mm. They got all the housewives. Yeah. And all the below decks. Mm. One of my friends was like, How, there's only two seasons of, of below deck. I was like, in what universe do you live in? There's like 25 spin-offs of this show. <laughs> hundreds of seasons. They're all on Bravo. I was like, calm down. Yeah, we are slowly sort of like drifting away from what was sort of the beauty of streaming services being ad-free, affordable, and easily accessible to now them having so many restrictions, high costs, and as well as these adverts. Uh, a collective of New Zealand producers have actually said that they'd like these streaming services to be pay- paying more in tax. Uh, from my knowledge, the belief is that they aren't paying tax or they aren't paying enough tax here in Aotearoa for what they're doing. Um, I believe a lot of New Zealand filmmakers and content creators are kind of saying like, hey... Um, we're paying full tax. Why shouldn't they? Mm. Which is very fair and reasonable. Yeah, great question, eh? Like- <laughs> um, yeah, I think when you're an international conglomerate making large amounts of money coming into New Zealand, uh, paying tax would be fair, I think, to the rest of the industry too, considering our film industry is not super mm. huge. Although it produces some great content, like you would say, Lord of the Rings. Yeah, well, you know, we make a lot of great movies here. We've got a lot of great people working in a great industry. Mm. Just shouting out to all my friends. Most of my friends work in film. That's why I never can see them. Oh, true. They've got, like, one of my friends, right? Haven't seen the guy in months. He's been out in, like, Coromandel filming some movie with Jason Momoa for, like, months. Oh, my favourite thing about having mates that uh, uh, do security is they've been working on the film set, so I've been able to find out what movies are on the way. Wait, so Jason Momoa has, like, security? That seems like a waste of money. No, they, they protect the sets. Oh, and like right. Yeah, I was I like, that also... guy doesn't need yeah. security. Nah, he probably does. He's Carl Drogo. Anyway, uh, what do you think about this? Do you think that these streaming services should be paying more tax? Do you think that they should be lowering their prices? Do you think we're going back to ads? What's your ideal future for streaming services? I'd be interested to hear, maybe you have a great resolution that we just aren't seeing here. The um, Swedish method. The Swedish method. Say no more. Say no more. It's about that time. Tis the, the season. The annual corridor. Have you started Christmas shopping yet? Not really. 
Not really. Like, I've bought one thing, Mm. which is a gift for my boyfriend, which is actually a gift for me. Good call. (laughs) It's just something I wanted. You know what the best gift to give someone (laughs) is somebody you live with? You buy them something that you also need. Yeah. You know, like, you're like, oh, you know what? We need a food processor. And then you gift them that. And then you also get access to the food. It's a win-win situation. It's a win-win, it's situation. A win-win. yeah. Yeah, I, I haven't really started Christmas shopping. I just, I'm not feeling the Christmas joy this year. I don't know. I was, yeah. I was a little, I couldn't tell you why either. It just doesn't feel the same this year. I don't know. I don't know what it is about the, if it's something to do with this year or something else, I'm just not feeling that Christmas joy. The cheer is Yeah, because yeah. honestly, I, I start Christmas shopping generally in October. Oh, really? Yeah, like because then by sort of like beginning of November, mid-November, all of my Christmas shopping is done. There's usually like you got your Black Friday stuff in November and stuff. And then that means in December I can start saving for the break. I, um, I have a really small family. Uh, like my family is so small that like I usually like will literally go to the mall like a few days or a day or two before mm. just pick up a couple things we also don't take christmas super seriously oh, in my yeah, family yeah. like it's more just like we eat a meal and and have a nap like mm. my mum so, will just yeah. give you the most random shit for christmas mm. like, like like a few years ago she just wrapped up an apple and gave it to me do you know what my dad did last year for my christmas present he and not only that like he so like two weeks before christmas he goes there's a you know how the police do those like um they do those auctions when they like they oh like, yeah you know when they like raid a place and they like well they like uh, noise control take your speakers and they're real mean speakers and then they sell them for like 20 bucks and yeah you're like, Man. So, so you know how the police do those auctions my dad sent me a link to one of the auctions and he's like oh there's some cool clothes on here um and then he bought me those clothes and that was opening my present and immediately seeing the stuff and being like that was on the auction <laughs> and knowing how much my dad paid for it and none of it was in my size. My dad obviously just, like, bought it and was like, oh, I'm not going to wear this. Like, it was cheap. I'll just wrap it up and give it to myself. I was genuinely like, thanks, Dad. My favorite Dad Christmas present is this one. Dad, like, I'll be, like, sit- like everyone sat around. Kids are opening presents on the, on, the, in the middle of the floor. And we're all just like, yeah, this is great. And I'm kind of thinking, like, oh, I wonder if Dad got me anything. And my dad will lean across the room and he goes, I'll pay for your waff. <laughs> Dads are so funny. I I called my mum calls me the other day and she's like, "What do you want for your birthday?" And I was like, "Oh, nothing. Like you do enough. Mm. You've done enough for me. Brought me into the world. Don't need a gift." And then she's like, "Do you need a waff?" And I was like, oh. "Yeah, what, babes? I actually do. Like I actually would like you to pay for me. But that's actually a great gift. Like genuinely, that just takes something off my shoulders. Nah, make you know? them pay for your rego. Waffs are cheap. Make them pay for your rego. Yeah, my rego, like my rego's uh, super up to date, and I always update it, and I always pay for it, and it's always on time, and it's one of those things. So don't worry about the rego, mum. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> that is sorted. Yeah, no, I'd, I'd, I'd want my rego sorted. They're like a hundred bucks a year or something like that. Yeah, yeah, no, I just like genuinely this year I really haven't started Christmas shopping. Uh, my I I did make the decision this year that I was only buying for the children. Um, but then, if I'm being honest, that doesn't knock too many off the board because mm. my cousins are older than me and they keep having children. Mm. So I've got many nieces and nephews, which so I like really. I didn't. I didn't. I'm not saving too much money because kids also, bro. They don't like after two, three. They don't want toys. They want YouTube. Oh. Like I don't know enough children. Oh, they toys are like on their way out. But I love certain... toys. The whole point, the only reason I want to have kids one day is so I can play with the toys. No, but the thing, I think the kids, kids love toys. But if you ask them what they want for Christmas, they're gonna say tablet, iPad, 
phone. Little and iPad you're just case. like, oh man, that's just you know how much a, a f- like an actually good tablet is. Probably too much. Yeah, way too much. What are you getting I, me for Christmas? A crisp high five, bud, maybe? What about my birthday? Oh, actually, because I might see you on... I, I, we're doing a show oh, yeah, that day. Yeah, like, I will fair. be unavoidable that day. It's <laughs> easier to just get me a gift. I don't know. Maybe I'll get you a t-shirt or something. That'd be cool. I'd like that. Yeah, yeah. Or just like a muffin or something. <laughs> get you a quiche. Yeah, yeah, quiche would be good, actually. So he loves quiches. I do. We, yeah, no, we're big on quiche in this team. For Christmas, I would like a quiche. (laughs) Our illustrious guest this morning is dressed to the nines, uh, all the way up from Christchurch, but soon to be based in Wellington. Tuseka, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. What are you doing up in Auckland at the moment? So, uh, Parachute Studios had a songwriting night, and I was there. Oh, nice. I'm in Auckland. Um, and also just some PR stuff that I'm sorting out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lovely. Doing the tours. That's yeah. always fun. Yeah. yeah. No, I appreciate that you can be so well-dressed at this time of the morning. Oh, thank you. Because I, I generally just... Um, so are you, though. I don't. Nah, see, I don't. I'm not, <laughs> I don't consider myself... People will go, oh, you dress nice. Go, no, you do. You look effortless. I. Oh, thank you. Okay, cool. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah I appreciate that. Um, <laughs> so talk to us a bit about yourself. For people who may not know you, um, you moved to Aotearoa from South Africa. I did. Um, when you were about two years old. Wow. And then you moved to Dunedin. <laughs> yeah. We had we had a couple weeks ago... We've had a few musicians in from South Africa who okay. have also said that they moved to the South Island. Yeah, I Is feel like that... it's the go. It's yeah? The go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think in the South Island, there's a lot of, I don't know, jobs available, I mm. guess, and that's how my parents, like, moved to the South Island. Um, yeah, I think that's why we're drawn there, really. I don't think it's anything to do with us liking cities in the South Island. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. um, on my parents' behalf, um, they didn't know anything about New Zealand in mm. general when they moved here. Mm. So, yeah, I don't think it's anything about the South Island in particular. But having said that, the South Island is very slay, and I love it. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I was just like, I don't know, it's like like Samoans, we just go... It's like Auckland. Yeah, that's yeah. the place to go. I think my my grandfather and that were they went to Napier when they first moved wow. here. But like Invercargill and Dunedin, that's so far away. Yeah. So you were born and raised in the South Island. After that, well, raised wow. in the South Island. Raised partly in the South Island. Mm. So um, I actually moved to Greymouth when I was nine. So that's the oh, first wow. time I moved to New Zealand. Um, and then we stayed there for two years. And then um, when I was eleven, we moved back to Durban in South Africa. Mm. Um, and then when I was fourteen, we moved back to New Zealand, which is like kind of insane but i spent pretty much half and half of my life in new zealand Mm. and south africa um and yeah i feel like i'm like equally both which is like yeah it's kind of a cool thing Mm. i think um south africans can recognize that i sound south african um and new zealanders cannot which is um really interesting um i feel like i do sound new zealander though Mm. and i really like that um but also i really appreciate when people are like are you south african because i because yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. where did you find your passion for music was it here in aotearoa was it back in south africa oh both definitely both but um i guess from the womb because my mum's always been like oh my gosh like when i used to play music when i heard you sort of like in my womb you used to like kick and stuff like that um and then apparently when i was like super young um i started dancing like super super young like Mm. reacting to music um and yeah i just can remember listening to lyrics and just sort of like 
paying attention to them and mm. like finding like cool stuff about lyrics from a really young age. Um, like a couple of months ago, I was looking through sort of like memorable things that I have that I keep because I'm like sentimental like that. But there's like books from when I was like super young, um, whereby I wrote down lyrics from like other artists, and I was like, oh my gosh, like I've always just wanted to do it. Um, but it took me a while to sort of have the courage, I guess, to do it. Mm. Yeah, I, I find it sort of like a bland question but i'm really curious with you because i really find the jazz sort of influences yeah. on your records really special Thank who you. were some of the influences to you musically yeah uh, that sort of helped you adapt your sound who, who who are those influences for you okay wow this is oh whoa um i really love nina simone i really love erica badu uh, i li- really love lauren hill um yeah, there's Huma Segela as well. My dad loves Huma Segela. Mm. Um, he's like a South African jazz icon, oh, my goodness wow. me. Um, and it's really, like, incredible, like, his story. Um, he got a scholarship to go to the UK to study jazz um, during apartheid South Africa. Oh, wow. And then, like, America took him on because they were like, oh, my gosh, here's this, like, dude from apartheid South Africa that's, like, doing amazing things. Mm. Um and yeah, if you don't know Huma Segela, listen to him. He's amazing. Um, and who else, as a last person, would I say inspires me? Um, so many people. Oh, my goodness. But I'll just name my Spotify rep favorite artist <laughs> um, yeah. for 2023. Uh, Daniel Caesar. Daniel Caesar is oh, amazing. Yeah. I love his writing. Um, I love the way he chooses melodies. Mm. Incredible. Um yeah, and also Post Malone. Why not? Just because I like name dropping and I've changed. You, his yeah, you mentioned him in the record. Yeah, yeah I appreciate. I, I appreciate that Post Malone is like a. I don't know. I just there's something about that dude where I'm just kind of like, yeah, you're right. Yeah, like, right. You know, like, yeah, yeah. He just. I, I think. Um, what song was it? Um, Motley Crue. Yeah. Unreal. Just like. That is one that I don't know myself. Oh, but really? I shall get yeah, into no, it. it's, a, it's a great. It's yeah. It's a great single. With having so many influences for you going into music. Yeah. Were, did you have any difficulty, I suppose, landing on your own sound? Oh, good question. I think melodies have always just come to me and I've accepted them the way they were. I'd never really put thought much into like who I want to be like because I've just sort of just accepted what came to me. Mm. Um, over the years, I have found that like the melodies that do come to me the most freely are sort of like jazzy, sort of R&B, neo-soul sounding like mm. melodies. Um but yeah, I don't think I've put much thought into how I want to sound, but it's just ended up sounding that way, I guess. Um, and it's what I feel the most happy sounding like, if that makes any sense. So like, for example, if I were to make a song, which I don't, well, it could happen, I don't know. If I were to make a song, um, I don't think sort of indie or like alternative or rock sort of, I don't know, melodic lines would come to me as easily as like a, a neo-soul line, for example. Um, and so maybe I would be less happy about that. I don't know. Yeah. No, no, no. It's a, it's a, it's always interesting to hear because I think that that's got to be one of the harder things in, in making music, yeah. right? Is like, is like that finding your own sound and things like that. But what are some of the other real challenges you think you as an artist have faced in creating music? Oh, my goodness me. I think making music is, like, low-key expensive, maybe high-key expensive. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, and that's that's a challenge that mm. I've experienced. I think it's hard to sort of be able to do everything to a high quality um, in terms of like PR and um, in terms of sort of getting visuals for things. Because as well, like, I don't know, as a musician, I appreciate paying other artists to like sort of help you deliver your art as well. And so that's expensive. Um yeah, yeah, I think that's been the main boundary. I find writing super, super fulfilling, mm. super easy. I shouldn't say it's super easy, but it just I've just done it all my life pretty much. So it's just it just comes to me and I, mm. I love it so much. Um yeah, writing is so easy. Um sort of figuring out what to release, I guess, is like another hard bit because you want it to have meaning, you want it to sort of make sense, especially mm. because I'm not planning to release like a, a body of work until I feel like it's like worth it to do so. Mm. So I'm like, what can I follow up the single with that sort of makes sense, but also like leads up to like the big like EP or like the album, you know? Um, but yeah. Do do you? Because you mentioned PR there. Yeah. Do you being based in the South Island? Yeah. PR's got to be tough, right? Oh, 100%. Yeah. 100%. Um, having said that, though, there's emails. You can, like, contact yeah. people that are at the South Island, which is, like, kind of cool. Um, and, yeah, like, you can you can email people, you can text people. Um, I guess it's just, like, figuring out who to sort of contact that's, like, the thing. And I think if I lived in Auckland or, like, somewhere where it was easier to sort of have industry around me, mm. then it would be easier to know immediately who to contact. But I find that I Google a lot of things and I research a lot of things um it's weird like my screen time is like insane and it's not because (laughs) and it's not because i'm like scrolling for fun i'm literally being like okay like what's happening Mm. uh who do i contact um who's coming to new zealand who's yeah like it's just all those things Mm. Mm. yeah no i get we do so much work on our phones yeah social media is like less of like a leisure activity for me these days yeah yeah yeah. i do it's almost strictly business literally but um i suppose too you actually speaking of like touring and and performances and stuff like that you recently performed with foley i did how was that it was incredible yeah they're so so lovely and they're incredible performers it Mm. was oh it was a dream come true and speaking of tours you've got some tours coming up over the summer a break. I do. Tell us yeah. a bit about those. Okay, so I'm doing the whole country, which mm. is something that I've never done before. That's huge. Yeah. Um, previously, I've done the South Island, um, and that's been really fun, but mm. I have added a Wellington tour date and an Auckland tour date to this one. I am looking forward to it, and it's mm. going to get announced soon. Nice. Yeah. All right. So we'd have to keep an eye on our social media, yes. uh, or your social media in particular. But before we learn a bit more about where we can follow you, yeah. your latest single. Yeah. Uh, I've changed, featuring Sundial, dropped last week. It did the thirtieth of, of November. Yeah. Um, talk to us a bit about this because you actually there's a radio edit on there and a, and a, and a normal single, but yeah. I suppose the the canon version of the record is not yeah. the radio edit. Yeah. Um, talk to us a bit about the single. Okay, so Sundial is who it's featuring mm. first of all, um, and Sundial consists of Oscar Liddell, he's a guitarist and blues musician, um, Michael Crawford, keys player. And Hikurangi Shevrinka, and he is a drummer. Uh, they are incredible musicians, but basically, what they did was like offer me this instrumental, which is like oh, wow. insane. Um, it was two instrumentals to begin with, there was two different ones, but I sort of was gravitating more towards the one that ended up becoming I've Changed. Um, and basically, what they did was create all these instrumentals that um, were meant to sort of be like movie, sort of soundtrack sounding. Um, 
songs, I guess, um, that are like sort of big and I don't know, bold. Mm. Um, but yeah, I ended up gravitating, gravitating towards um, the I've Changed sort of instrumental. Uh, and I didn't write on it for ages because I was really busy around the time. Mm. Um, but then one weekend I was just like having a chill time and I was like, well, I have work to do. Um, and then I wrote it and it was, yeah, it, it hit. They liked it, which is nice. Um, and then, yeah, that's what ended up becoming I've Changed. But... Um, for the part where it has like the breakdown but I didn't write that bit until like I was meant to record it like in the parking lot oh, which wow. is kind of insane I was like well it can't just be quiet there I need to say something <laughs> yeah um and then I ended up writing that in the car and I was like okay well it's time to record it I guess and yeah the rest and you were history. happy with it yeah that's oh, good you should happy be with it. Yeah, yeah thank you it's a great single I, I particularly also uh, special mention to the artwork yeah um what was sort of the inspiration yeah. behind that oh my gosh okay so the artwork is meant to be very outlandish. It's mm. meant to be like, what are you wearing? Like, you would never wear this sort of vibes. Because I'm expecting people who, like, know me releasing earlier to be like, what? Like, that is a change from what we've seen previously. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, it's meant to be a thing that shocks people, that makes them say, you've changed, mm. you know? But the single in itself is meant to be sort of like... It can be anything the person wants it to be that mm. is listening. Um, but it's meant to be the story of a person receiving feedback from someone that was, like, mean to them um, in the past. And they've saying this person is changing. But in reality, now they're being nice to this person because they see this person sort of making moves, I guess. Mm. And yeah, they're saying you've changed, but you're saying I've changed. Like I'm the one that's changed. <laughs> that's so crazy. Mm. But um, yeah. So the the cover was meant to sort of get a reaction from people. Like I've changed. When yeah, when in reality, maybe this is who I've always been, and mm. now I just feel more confident being that person. You know? Mm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we all grow as people exactly. constantly, right? Like I feel like yeah, we we're constantly evolving. Yeah. Well, hey, this latest single of yours. I've changed uh, featuring Sundial. It's available now on all streaming services, uh, all platforms. Make sure you check it out. Uh, and also, where can we keep up to date with future tours and just fits and everything else that oh, you've got going on? Thank you. <laughs> um, you can keep up with everything going on at Tuseka for all my handles. Um, just T-U-S-E-K-H. Thank you so much for joining us today on the Thank show. Thank you for having me. Um, and really excited for just your summer break and hopefully catching your Auckland shows Yay. while you're up here. And, yes, yeah, please. Joining us in the studio, our illustrious digital content producer to talk to us about the latest episode of Barbershop Sessions. Why Mirirangi? Thank you for saying my whole job job title. I mean... <laughs> What, is there a different title you'd like? No, no, no. That's, no, you're that's, cool with the, that? that's the one. Yeah. I feel like it gives good context to why you're in here talking about well, it. I actually, you also really do love the series. Um, okay. I really like the series and I'm feeling like excited but sad because this week is the finale. Oh. The finale. I've, that's transliteration. Don't quote me on that. <laughs> finale. Finale. <laughs> but it is a good episode. That's why I'm excited. But I'm sad because I'm like, ah. Mm. Uh, that's you know that's that's it for this series, um, but we've got all the artists that we've seen so far. We've got Illuminati, Couple Wider, John, Harry, Rachel coming together in the finale, and singing the song by Dave Putter. I believe that yeah, Dave Putter, Your Magic. Oh. Yeah. So it's gonna 
um, Evie's probably looking forward to it too because she she loves that song, that Waiata. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to hearing all... I mean, I've actually already heard heard this live, Mm. but I'm looking forward for other people to hear them. All these amazing Kai Waiata and voices come together and sing such a classic. And it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be a good episode. Um, Sad sad things that it's... (laughs) It's coming to an end, but it's like a great. It's a great way to finish it off. So I'm looking forward to it, and I'm. I can't wait for other people to see it. So check it out on all our socials on Friday. Okay. Yeah. Look, look out for that. You can also check out all of the previous episodes that have released, and so much more on our social media. Uh, Barbershop sessions, the finale dropping tomorrow. Make sure to head over to our social media to check it out. Give us a like, give us a follow, stay up to date with everything else. Tidy. Has he gone to the B room? Oh yeah, we'll just yeah. yeah. Harry, when you're editing this, I hope you're having a great shit. Hope it's nice in there, yeah. man. Hope you feel good afterwards. It's always nice when no one else is in there, so you get the toilet all to yourself. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Right. Anyway. Birthday. <clears throat> it's officially seven days until my birthday. Officially. Officially, but Next I'm making day. an announcement. Okay. This is the last year that my birthday will be on the 14th of December. I am changing my birthday. Mm. I'm going to have a new birthday. It will be, drum roll. June 1st. My new birthday will be June 1st. I will no longer be a Sagittarius. I will be like a Gemini or something. I don't know. Mm. But I'm over it. I've complained about my birthday a little bit. I love my birthday. A little bit? I am sick of competing with Jesus. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. I'm just never going to reach that guy's sort of acclaim. Like, there's nothing I can do. Mm. Like for And like every year, every single year, I think it's going to be different. Every year, I'm like, if I book far enough in advance, everyone will come. Mm. They don't. They do not come. Everyone has to do a Christmas thing. Because this time of the year, too, like, last-minute plan, that's what this season is entirely. It's last-minute things, people being like, barbecue on Saturday, and you're like, oh, Mm -mm. God. Mm -mm 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 -mm. I'm cool and nice, and people like me, and you know those, like, videos and, like, photos of, like, a kid, and it's like, no one came to the birthday party, and everyone's real sad for them? Mm. I don't want to be that kid anymore. Mm. I'm cool. I'm over it. And so I'm having June 1st. And if your birthday's on June 1st, move it because it's my birthday now. You've had enough birthdays in the middle of the year where people actually care about your birthday. I've got to fight with Jesus every single December. And I know there's people with way more challenging birthdays than me. I know that. But this is about me. Mm. I'm the one with the microphone. Mm. And I think that all of us born in December should just move our birthdays to June. And everyone in June, you can have a turn in December. You can have a turn getting nothing for your birthday, no one showing up, and no one giving a shit about you. You have a go. I'm quite worked up. Yeah, I can see that. I'm quite worked up. I understand. It's just sad. I just just want people to come to my birthday. Mm. And it's this really sad thing when you're born around the holidays where, like, you go to other people's birthdays throughout the year, so you see what everyone else gets on their birthday, and you don't ever get that. Mm. You don't ever get it, and so you get so sad. And then people are like, oh, Sagittarius is such attention seekers. Why do you think that is? Mm. It's that. That is why. All year, we're coming to your birthday. We're getting you a little present. Oh, everyone's here at capacity. Oh, no. Like, yay. And then we get to our birthday. No one's there. No. Where's anyone? No one cares. Mm. And then some guy, I never even met Jesus. I don't even know that guy. And everyone's going on about him. Just having a really hard time with it, man. It's making you, me really sad. You could potentially look to... Com- oh, nah, actually, I was going to say everyone... You could tr- look to converting everyone to Jehovah's Witnesses, but then you wouldn't get a birthday. Well, that was another yeah. thought that I had. Yeah. I thought about just cancelling all birthdays. 
um, and just never engaging with them ever again because mm. if I can't have a birthday, no one, no can. one can have a birthday. Yeah. But then I realised it was a little bit vindictive mm. and I thought it actually just be better to steal someone's birthday in June because they've had it easy till now. When, uh, what, what, would, what would you do if you had children and they were born on the same day as you? Who's getting the birthday party? Oh, man. <laughs> it's not them. That's <laughs> Look, if I accidentally had a kid that had the same birthday as me, I'm just telling them they got a different birthday. Like, they're not. What are they gonna do? Check. Like, and if they do, I'll be like, you didn't want that. Like, mm. I'm, I'm helping you out. I move your birthday to February. Like, I'm helping uh, you. I did I this for you. Like, you know. Mm. But I don't think I should have Sagittarius children. I don't think that would work. That's too, I, m- too many. In- too much, yeah. man. Too much. Yeah, planning your children based on what their star sign will be from That's their moment funny. of conception to yeah, <sighs> I think that would be. Would I want more Pisces in this world? Probably. We're pretty cool. We cry a little bit, but we're all good. I quite like Pisces. Pisces men are usually like pretty nice. Not everyone says that. As a gamer girl, we've got big news about gamer girl games. Gamer GTA girl games. Six, baby. The most accessible game i think across there, 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 there's no it's not a boys game it's not a girls game it's a everyone's game except children children should not be playing grand theft auto they do be playing though. but they do it's the first you game i remember playing it like i remember playing san andreas when i was like 10 years old at my cousin's house being like sneaking over there so i could play it and he'd be like mike parents would go out, and he'd be like you can jump on for a bit and i'd be like yes yes Grand Theft Auto 6 has officially been announced we are looking at a release date of 2025 I so that means twenty twenty six. Nah, mm. they've been developed. Apparently, the game has been in development for almost ten years. How long was Red Dead in development for? That was also like almost ten years. Yeah, I mean, worth it. The game's yeah. awesome. That game is great, Harry. How do you feel about this announcement? I think I saw the recommended trailer for GTA Five, which dropped twelve years ago, Jeez. and that blows my mind. Um, I think it's really exciting. I don't mind the longer wait as long mm. as we get games that are like ready to play. Because there's nothing worse than when a game comes out and it's like just glitchy, buggy, oh. not done. They've caved to pressure, <laughs> run out of yeah. money, etc., etc. Um, but I, I reckon in hype to build up, um, to the release once a month they should drop what the cheat code's going to be for spawning each kind of vehicle because you know that's what people want to know that's a, that would actually be a great marketing scheme eh? it's yeah. like to d- release the cheat codes um, did you know that the trailer got leaked that's why it came out yeah apparently it wasn't supposed to drop until like today yeah it wasn't mm. supposed to drop till today it's actually hilarious and I don't know how this happened and I don't know any of the backstory so it may actually not be hilarious mm. but f- with someone with zero information it was hilarious so someone posted it on Twitter leaked it with just buy Bitcoin over it like buy Bitcoin and then so within 20 minutes Rockstar Games just been like whatever let's just upload the video but on Twitter they upload it as a YouTube link and oh sorry X uh, they're like pushing it down on Twitter because it's oh, a YouTube really? link so the random like leaked one with buy Bitcoin over it has got more like views, views oh, than the wow. actual one but like it went up like insane amount of views on YouTube mm. mental numbers mental. oh I, I mean there's so many people that have been waiting for this forever yeah man I mean what t- 10 years 10 years I think since GTA 5 dropped yeah I get the building of the hype I do wish some games especially some like medium hyped games would do the classic like we've got an announcement tomorrow and it's like the game's out oh that's that always the cool coming yeah. imagine the like it would take over if GTA 6 dropped when this trailer dropped like if they said like 
out now or out this weekend or something like that like people wouldn't go to work it's like yeah. Beyonce that's like, probably the problem people would take off like take summer early mm. and like pull sickies from work and everything and I just reckon there's such a a cool hype around that that I think maybe not GTA 6 because it is so hyped and it has been worked on for so long mm. but some games should take up that strategy a bit more. Yeah, I do. Uh, we see it with more indie games in, like, the Game Awards, and, like, they'll mm. play a trailer, and they'll be, like, available now. And you're just like, like yes. Yeah. That's the coolest thing is to watch a trailer, and they'll be like, I can get it right now. Yeah. But I, I I, definitely feel like GTA probably could have held on to that trailer for a little longer. Yeah, I, I, think, been... I think they intended to, though, right? Well, like... only until today. I mean, yeah. like, if they were to drop it next year, and then we're just like, hey, by the way... It's coming out. Then at least you could be like GTA Six next year, yeah. instead of being like ah, it's like two years away. Yeah, and we don't even know what time in twenty twenty five. Good chances are we get to twenty twenty five, right? And then they're like November. Yeah, you're like oh. December twenty ninth. Did you see will. um as well a lot of uh, a lot my favorite my favorite fans a lot of men got really pissed off that there was a woman main character. I just gave a response for those guys right now. Where, where, where? <laughs> Call the ambulance. Where, where, where? I'm gonna play a woman in it. Where, where, where? Get I mean, over it, girl. <laughs> number six, not including like spin-offs and stuff, and there hasn't been a female main character, so yeah. it's about time. My it's question overdue, is just like, dude. why do you even care? Like, I've mm. played every game as a. I, I played Kratos, mm. and I've thoroughly enjoyed that. Mm. Like, I played men in all these games, and I don't care. I mean, I don't love it. Mm. I'd rather it was a cool woman, but like. If I can do it, why can't you do it? Why is it so hard? Tomb Raider's still fun. Horizon Zero Dawn, still fun. Still fun. Um, Uncharted 2, where you get to play as Chloe for a bit. Mm. Very fun. If your argument is, oh, it just takes me out of the game. Well, I mean, would not the massacre of like 20,000 people with a six-star wanted level, would that not take you out of the game? The fact your character's running around with a minigun, that usually pulls me out of the game, admittedly. <laughs> yeah. Like, aliens, stuff like that. I go, oh, I'm not like, man, I'm still immersed. Honestly, women commit crimes too. Let them be in the GTA game. <laughs> like, it's it's true. They get caught less, but they be doing them. Like, what's the problem? So, uh, as of right now, we don't know a ton of information about GTA 6, but we do know that it's coming in 2025. It features the series' first female protagonist. There are a dual protagonist. Uh, the other character oh, yeah. looks to be um, a male. We don't know too much about him. It, it, it looks like him and the main character, Lucia, <laughs> are in a relationship and they're doing yeah. this sort of Bonnie and Clyde bank robbery style thing. I like that. They're like, we've got a female main character, but you can also play as a man. Mm. You can also play as a man. There's a dude. Don't, I mean, we need don't to insult to buy the game. You can also play as a man. Like, mm. come on. Like, who cares? I want a game where it's a fighting game and there's only women in it and it's just like, Mate, oh, I just thought of a really good game. So you know, like Smash and like you know, like just like big fighting games with characters. It's just all female characters. So you got like Bayonetta is in there. Mm. You got like all the bad bitches from all the games. All the Tekken girlies are in there. That would be so sick. And I would play the living hell out of that game. Mm. Someone call up someone. Who who should we call? Who would be good at that? Who made the um the Sony one for PlayStation? Where it had all little people on it. And it was like Smash, but it was like all the Sony like PlayStation characters. That game was super fun. Mm. Love that game. Don't, don't play Whoever made that, make a girl one. All I can think of is Naughty Dog. Yeah. Should we just get Naughty Dog on Naughty it? Naughty Dog, actually, Naughty Dog, best game writers mm. in the game. Yep. Um, female writers, female writers at Uncharted. That's why all the women in those games are like Ellie actual like women like that, with yeah. like thoughts and like ideas and like agency. Mm. 
even though it's like a man action game, like Uncharted mm. specifically, love those games. Mm. But it's like, there's cool women in it. And one of the women is like, you're annoying and I'm not going to marry you because you keep going and doing these strange treasure hunts. And it's like, fair enough. Like, that's quite realistic. Really enjoyed that. <laughs> GTA 6, based in Vice City, looking at the 2025 uh, release window date-ish thing. Uh, we'll keep you up to date as we learn more because we're all super excited about GTA 6. Mm. Very pumped. Pumped. They were supposed to, wasn't they? Cancel <clears throat> K-pop update. Blackpink will remain in your area, but in maybe a slightly different way. Mm. So uh, global K-pop sensation girlies, uh, Blackpink, after a long and lengthy contract negotiation, have all re-signed their contracts as Blackpink with YG Entertainment, who is their parent entertainment company. This went on for months. Like, they've been talking about these contract negotiations since, I think, like, June. Mm. And so it wasn't looking good for a really long time. So what has happened, though, is the four members have re-signed with YG for Blackpink activities. So for group activities, anything to do with Blackpink. But individually, they've all left the company, it's looking like. Mm. It's maybe two of them are staying, but there are two that have definitely agreed to leave their personal business will be handled by a different label either in korea or somewhere else um the two members that have left with their individual activities are jenny and lisa in a shocking twist no one could possibly seen coming mm. lisa's contract negotiation was the hardest allegedly um she got offered like hundreds of millions of dollars to Jesus. go to like she's from thailand she's thai so she's really 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 popular over there i think she was offered a lot of money to kind of like focus over there initially she was also offered a lot of money in china but that offer was redacted after her performance at crazy horse in paris which is like it's it's like a striptease show mm. but it's like a cabaret thing mm. um but that sort of thing is not was not viewed very positively in china her accounts got deleted Jesus. um angela baby as well is a massive chinese celebrity who's like so pretty she makes me want to die she's so pretty she went and watched the show and even she got blacklisted and Jesus. a whole bunch of stuff so it's going to be quite interesting with k-pop this sort of agreement um has become slightly more common but it's still a really uncommon thing to do there are other groups who have followed similar vibe of signed as a group to the same label but maybe one member is super popular and the others aren't they've signed individually somewhere else from my experience that means you you don't see a lot of new music from the group mm. it doesn't happen as often because now not only are you you know dealing with your own schedules the four of you they've got individual activities and their own they'll have their own representation for their individual activities from another mm. company so now you gotta argue with that guy try and make sure jenny can do the tour you know what i mean so blackpink fans will know there's a massive gap between their songs as it is it's like mm. one and then like two years will go by and we'll get another one i don't know when we'll see the girlies again but that tour that born pink world tour mm brought in insane amounts of money. I'd imagine so. Just insane, like unfathomable amounts of money. Mm -hmm. um, and YG's stock price went way up overnight after Blackpink re-signed. Because they're the biggest group that they have at the moment. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a, bit, it's a bit of a scary time if you're a Blackpink fan. For <laughs> old people like me, you will remember that when Blackpink formed, it meant the death of 21, who were the group before them. Same producer, same vibe. It was handled really badly by the company and people were very upset. By people, I mean me. Mm. Um, YG launched their new girl group, Baby Monster, just last week. So uh, history may or may not repeat itself here, but we'll just have to wait and see. We'll have to wait and see. But Blackpink, they're in your area. I got 
Blackpink and BTS confused, and because you were like, Blackpink's coming, and I was like, are they back from the army? And you were like, no, that's no, they're not. Like no, BTS uh, update on BTS. They're all gone to the military now. Oh, yeah. They released a little video. It actually, like, brought a tear to my eye. They released a little video talking about how they're all enlisting and they're all going to, mm. you know, different things. And they were on their hands and knees being like, please don't come to... Like, they, you go to, like, an office to go, like, start your service. Mm. They were like, please don't come. Like, there are so many other, like, regular people starting their service that day. Like, please, we don't want to be an issue to the other soldiers. Like, mm. begging people not to come. And it made me really sad. Mm. I was like, they shouldn't have to do that. And the crazy thing is, people will still go. Yeah, people will still go. And it's like, because it's pretty normal, like, when a celebrity goes to the military, people like to come. Like, they're real OG, like, mm. hard-out fans like to come and be like, hey, but those are usually fans that are, like, known to the artist. They're like, oh, it's you. Like, hey, mm. girl, that's fine. But with BTS, obviously, they're just so massive that you don't really have that sort of fan there because mm. it's like there's millions and millions and millions of them. But I'm going to miss them. Mm. I'm miss my favourite guys. And, and I girls. think it'll probably be, it'll be two years from now that they'll all be back together. Mm. Hopefully get another wee song. Hope Jungkook's going to be all right, specifically. <laughs> if you need a shoulder to cry on Jungkook, like, I'm here, girl, like, talk you through it. Don't worry, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> Just hey, really like John Cook at the moment. That is all the time we have for today's show. Thank you so much for tuning on in. Love K-pop updates. No anime updates today. Don't. We don't have time. We don't have time. We don't have time, Evie. Vinland we Saga. D- <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> that is us. Thank you so much for tuning on in. Until we see you next week, as we always say, Tom Fast 4 and... Okay, see you next Tuesday. Woo!